When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby? To save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi guys, welcome to The Big Ones! The Big Ones! Where each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain busting moral choices the questions can be complicated to discuss but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep 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 with inside yourself will you like what you see rebecca delgado smith yeah wait a minute i hear Is, a, was that a yes or no question yeah but i hear a echoing. it's just um i had a little uh, setting on wrong but it should be gone now oh wow okay so you guys we're coming at you live <laughs> Not live, but we're live for ourselves yes, in our new Erio's office. This is our first big ones back from a big ones break. It's been maybe two months. A lot can happen in two months. A lot can a happen. A lot has happened, Rebecca. Oh my goodness. Really? Tell me. I mean, we launched this whole darn yeah, network, yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> and so now we're back. This is episode one, baby, on our own network. We're finally on a network. Wow. I can't believe that. It's been a long time coming. And, you know, we just we're so we're so happy to be here. I'm not going to lie. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a tad tired, but I'm going to my eyes are going to my eyes are going to just uh, rise to the occasion. Oh, girl, you don't say tired. You say exhausted. Why? Because tired's for like losers. <laughs> Exhausted's for what? For queens. <laughs> Ew, what if someone is listening for the first time and they think that's my personality? <laughs> How sad. <laughs> then they'd be I was right. gonna suggest I'm poo-pooed. I'm poo-pooed. I'm 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 thrashed. Is that a word? Okay, well I'm gonna give you a minute right now to like close your eyes and take a deep breath so you can really bring it because this is our first episode back. We have to just like pull out all I'm the here. Stops. I'm here. I'm ready to be it. But Amanda, let me just say this real quick. And Rebecca, you're gonna like this too. Mm-hmm. I looked up with inside and it is a real world word. It, it is, is a real word. Because we weren't sure that with inside was a real word, but it is. I'm sorry. I know you can look it up if you don't believe me, but it's the, it's the, God, it's the God's honest truth. Wait. Just type in with inside. This Wait is a very minute. controversial. With because inside definition. Yeah. I looked with inside. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. On the inside. Oh. Yeah. With inside. Yeah. Is it with in, inside or within side? No, it's with inside. <laughs> Okay. Um, Amanda took off her headphones. She's opening the window and she's getting on. She's she's standing on the windowsill. <laughs> she's about to jump. What, what you, oh, okay. Oh, there I am. Ignore me when I go over. When I go over there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There Just it goes. Just ignore me. 
Um, but that's really shocking that with inside is a word and I'm actually humiliated and I'd like to know who told me it was not a word. It might have been me. Oh, that would be. <laughs> well, I think I, 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 I'm not positive, but I think it was me. That would be very sneaky. But then everyone in the whole world backed you up and they were like, ha, 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 like pointing at me and laughing and saying, ha, we ha, all ha. gaslighted you. She was saying the word wrong. And then that literally became part, a huge part of my identity over the last year because I was yeah. literally like, wow, I guess that's just the type of person I am. I say words wrong. But you know what? It's endearing probably until the age of 40 when it becomes an issue. Like yeah. people think I've got like early onset dementia. But what does it feel like now knowing that you do? Do no words. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to be dancing on your grave tonight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Does she go to sleep on a grave? <laughs> Maria does. Yeah. I got my grave picked out already. She goes and dances on it whenever she feels the need to. Um, so I just have to say, before we get into Rebecca's little big one, you all remember her because she was on, I think, last season or two seasons ago it may have been even three seasons ago possibly i, I think it was your second season yeah and she um was in a wonderful episode mm-hmm. you guys all loved her and now the good news for you is um i know you're thinking wow, wow great the big ones is back like so i'm gonna listen to that but you don't just have the big ones to listen to because rebecca has her own podcast on the erios network oh yes, my she god does. so much has happened in two months i know <laughs> <laughs> and your podcast is called the alarmist Okay, let's just just give the elevator pitch. Okay, so this is a, a historical tragedy podcast where a guest and I come together and figure out who's to blame for this disaster. And what are some of the episodes that we've done? So we've got the Titanic. We've got the breakup of the Beatles. We've got Hindenburg coming up. We've got, oh, the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory and fire. that's a lesser known tragedy, but oh boy, is it harrowing. Is oh, it? Mm, you're, girl. Uh, yeah, you don't girl, even know. Let me just know. say two words, locked doors. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, try and picture that. It's sad. It's oh really bad. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's a great podcast. It's been a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to listen to. I'll tell you that oh, much. Thank you. I've had a lot of fun recording it and just really judging people. That's been a yeah. lot of fun. You know, judging especially people who are have long gone. You know? Yeah. It's the best. You yeah. can't defend themselves. They can't defend it. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of every episode, Rebecca does send someone um, to the alarmist jail. What are the yes. conditions like? Uh, at the alarmist jail yeah um they're ugly you don't yeah. want to be there yeah rats uh very little water and it's Whoa. a small space oh wow okay. yeah so yeah like our office it's a coffin <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen a rat here yet i'm looking at one right now oh, oh. <laughs> that's a We're low back, baby well I, what am i supposed to do i'm tired <laughs> you're not tired girl you're exhausted i'm not tired i'm so tired i'm exhausted so, Rebecca, you know the drill. We like to start off the episode asking our guest if they have any little moral dilemma that's been plaguing them. Maybe yes. it's just a little thing in, in your brain that comes in and out of your life. Maybe it's something that's that's weighing you down like a rock. Sure. Anything like that going on? Well, this is something I think about all the time. And it's a little bit inspired by novellas, uh, which mm. I grew up watching. You know, Tell these are a- Spanish soap operas. Uh. Um, and... My 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 little one is okay. You are. I'm gonna paint the picture for you. Okay. You're at a club, and okay. you're dancing the night away. You're having a blast with your girls. 
I've, I haven't been to a club in like 20 years. No, I know that's not true because I do know for a fact you and your husband love to go out dancing. We do love to dance. Wow. Okay, so you're on the dance Where floor. Where do you go dancing? We go to this place uh, called The Virgil. I've heard of that place. Yeah, yeah, they do comedy at the Virgil. They do comedy. And, and then, then you Friday. dance during the comedy show. <laughs> it's very inappropriate and distracting <laughs> and frankly quite rude. <laughs> well, uh, Friday nights and Friday or Saturday nights, they'll turn into a dance That's club. That's nice. It, yeah, it's a nice outing. Do you guys, have you guys, this is, I know it's a sidebar, but have you guys ever taken dancing lessons together? No, I can see both of you and I can close my eyes and I can see both of you moving very fast like with a fluidity and just with ease. But I'm asking like, do you guys, have you taken salsa together or something like that? Never taken salsa together, but, uh, you know, and I don't mean to brag, but we are very good dancers. Yeah, no, I can see, I, I can see it. He is a great dancer and he didn't grow up dancing salsa, which I did, but come into the picture. I introduce him to my family and they're very judgmental, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) about everything as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what is it? It doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah. It's um yeah the, the peach apple. doesn't the apple the yeah apple yeah or a peach the okay peach doesn't the fig the or fig. whatever yeah, it doesn't yeah. fall far from the, the tree leaf. so uh dancing's huge in my family and they will judge you based on oh, your dancing oh wow oh my god so uh he came into the picture was a great dancer everyone applauded it was an easy um uh, coming together of. Of two people. That's wow, love. That's nice. That okay. is love. So now, okay, continue. So we're you're at the club. You're dancing. You're you don't have a boyfriend. You're single, and you start dancing with Sky. You start making out. Later on, you find out. You know you like him. Cut to I don't know a year later, you fi- you realize that he your parent had a, a a brother or a sister that they didn't know about. Okay, so you have an aunt you didn't know about. Yes, and oh, no. that is their son. You made out with your cousin. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, Rebecca, did this actually happen to you, or are you just host- <laughs> you're just throwing us a hypothetical that you're, for some reason, interested in? It's interesting that you asked that. Um, it didn't happen to me, but there are... I know that in my family, there have been <laughs> some questionable last name combinations. Okay, I see. So you're asking for a friend. Yes. Essentially. <laughs> I a great-grandparent, one might say. So if I'm boiling down this, you're saying, is it morally wrong to make out with your cousin? (laughs) If you didn't know about it. If you didn't know about it. Well, what about if you did? Okay, well, Amanda, let's not get into cousin don't, Robbie. Don't, Maria. <laughs> Maria always has some sick fantasy about no, me and my cousin no, Robbie because no, he's the. Imagine me as a boy. Yeah. That's my cousin Robbie, and wouldn't you like to see those two get together? <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, that's what's going on in Maria's head, like ninety-five percent of the time, whatever. and it's sick. <laughs> I don't, whatever. It's not so, a big video. What do you do? Well, this is why before you got married, they used to make you get DNA tests. Okay. What? Okay. They used to make you get a blood test, not a DNA test, a blood test. But is that the same thing? Mm, no one really I don't knows. Know. Uh, before you got, got married, to make sure that, well, you're not both um, carriers of similar genetic oh. diseases, um, and also to make sure you weren't related in the days before Ancestry.com. <laughs> you're talking about a small window, though. Because DNA tests didn't come. Yeah, but I meant blood tests. Oh, oh, blood tests. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like if you didn't know, you didn't know. Yeah, you'd feel gross about it, I think. But if you didn't know, I mean, there was nothing. You weren't going into it with any intent of like, that's my cousin. Should I make out with him or not? 
you were going just there's a cute guy sure i have to make out with him now what about step siblings now this is amanda's gross (laughs) fetish whenever we're talking about writing something she's always like but what if there was like a stepbrother and there was like a forbidden love (laughs) i'll just say this i recently read a book and there was a very sweet love story um about a step <laughs> okay and there was just like so much sexual attention there and um it eventually gave way oh so no. the parents were married yes still it's not like clueless yeah. where uh-huh mm-hmm. well but what about clueless? Oh, clueless that's okay that's okay they were only married for what like a couple months and then that the josh's mom and her dad so, like, they weren't really brother and sister ever. Yeah, and I guess you got to take the Paul Rudd of in, yeah, into yeah, consideration. Yeah. I know, yeah. he's so cute. He's so cute, and he was so cute back then. I know. Yeah. And he hasn't aged a day. Wow. No, I feel like I'm amazing. on, like, a 40-plus podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have to turn Maria up, but you make a big stink out of it. And plus, she coughed. She coughed. Sorry. So you have to cut it anyway. Cut it, oh, cut, it, cut, it, cut, it cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. I'm going to be turned up? Yeah, just a little. Look. I think I think a mistake is a mistake. Now I think the bigger question here is: What if you develop true feelings for this person? Mm. Then it becomes like an August Osage County type of sure. type of dilemma. Where what happens in that? This the 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 homely sister um, falls in love finally um, with this homely guy. And by the way, like the homely guy is Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. It's like oh. you know, but. Uh, anyway, she finds out that that's her her cousin, I think. And then she starts crying in a car. Well, that oh. does suck because yeah. it is illegal to get with your cousin. But I believe it is legal in California to marry your second cousin. Now, where do we stand on that? Yeah, I think you can be with your cousin as long as you don't have kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, it depends. Is this a, a, a novella? How rich is he? Well, (laughs) Well, how rich are our cousins (laughs) i mean i have to say i think i know incest and everything is wrong like i don't think it's right for it it's like obviously between parents and children that's very wrong brothers and sisters that is naturally incorrect yes yes um but i when you get to cousins and you get to second cousins and step siblings to me it's a little more socially taboo yeah. than it is morally it's a little foggy yeah. yeah i will say though it's a slippery slope if you start marrying your cousins <laughs> and then your children start marrying their cousins yeah. you might have some um it might things might get Genetic. a little weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say don't don't date your your first yeah. cousin. I would just say <laughs> at the end of the day, I'd say you know. But we're not talking. We're talking about a makeout sesh. I think there's something hot to be honest about accidentally making out with your cousin on the dance floor <laughs> and then having a dirty little secret oh my God. the rest of your life. I kind of like that too. I do like the dirty little secret <laughs> you guys aspect. Are sick yeah. of I know we are sick. Well, I don't know if anyone has ever seen a simple favor. Yes. No. Yeah. So this was a uh, not to give anything away, and I am. Uh, this is a <laughs> a plot point in a simple favor. Simple. <laughs> a simple favor. Um, the you're talking about the movie that just came out. Yeah, yeah, Anna Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. yeah. Don't you remember Anna Kendrick had a dirty secret? Oh yeah. And what was it? Her cousin was. Uh, it was either a cousin or a brother or something. And what that, was yes. he all about? Um, they he was very attractive, and they met willy nilly and didn't know they were related yeah. and. 
didn't stop them. Wow. Maybe that's, that's where I got that's this crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you you so so I'm uh, we're all under the impression that you shouldn't date your cousin or um, you guys think it's hot and I just think it's wrong. Well, I I my stance is you should not date your cousin. It's going to cause too many waves. However, an innocent makeout <laughs> sesh on the dance floor, no problem. Yeah, I can't say I disagree with okay. that. Okay. All right, fair. So tell your friend Rebecca that it's no <laughs> that big it's deal. No big deal. Guys, it's just my imagination. slash great grandparent possibly (laughs) all right guys you know what time it is now it's time where it's the time where we demand that you rate and review us on apple podcasts you will rate and review the big ones you will subscribe to our patreon for only at at least one dollar a month you get two bonus episodes you will give us five stars you will tell at least one friend one enemy and one family member about the big ones and as a friend of the big ones and a tiny small short person if you don't i will come after you wow and that was a real threat her eyes lit yeah. up like christmas trees yeah red they I feel glue, strongly about they that. glue red and for everyone <laughs> all the hundreds of thousands of you who are new to listening to the big ones that's something that we like to do up top at the beginning of the podcast um, because it's scientifically proven to be more effective <laughs> just do this though like you're listening right now i know what you're whatever you're doing just stop have you stopped whatever you're doing Go on to Apple Podcasts, click that five star, and don't be funny. We don't need any funny guys doing three stars. We don't need any of you funny people. Okay, you can be funny in other ways, like in your review. And I will say, starting next week, we'll be reading some of these reviews out loud. That's right. So, okay, should we transition into our big, big one? Are you ready, Rebecca? This is the first big, big one yeah. of the new season. And I'm so scared because I, I don't know anything. I, I have no idea what you're about to throw on. Well, me. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that you're going to have a very good perspective on this. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Ready. You and your girls are on a weekend backpacking trip through a remote area. A huge storm hits. All your supplies and cell phones are destroyed and you're left trapped in an area where no one will find you for a long time, if ever. Becky is like totally injured, (laughs) bodily. (laughs) Months pass and she gets worse and worse and you all have no food. On her deathbed, Becky pleads, don't eat me. It's against my religious beliefs. I need a proper burial. What do you and your friend do? Do you eat Becky and save yourselves or respect your BFF's dying wishes? Wow. (laughs) Now, why did... I have so many thoughts. (laughs) I have thoughts as to why, when talking about Becky, did it turn into... She is like, totally... That was so funny. Poor Becky. I, I really want to know about Becky. First of all, I'm not Becky, right? Uh, I think I might be Becky. No, I don't think any of us are Becky. I think Becky's not here. Becky's the fourth. Yeah, Becky's okay, the fourth. Okay, so we're the three and Becky's the fourth. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, And well, I okay. want to know a little bit more about her personality. Okay. Well, let's just like quickly first... It, we'll get into like the specifics of this whole scenario, but off the bat, where is everyone standing on cannibalism? 
I think if it's a quick cannibalism on the dance floor, I say, <laughs> I say no harm, no foul. How much money can you make off of it? <laughs> I think it's gross, but then again, I've never tasted flesh. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say I've never been that hungry. I have been that hungry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never, so, you know, I don't know how it tastes. I don't know if someone gave me a little something and I didn't know it was human. If what I would think, maybe I would think it tastes kind of gamey. But just morally, is cannibalism always morally wrong? Not if it's agreed upon. I don't think it's upon. black and white, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could agree with you there. <laughs> if it's agreed upon by both parties. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> so you're not saying if it's just under like extreme circumstances or duress or life or death. You're saying if you yeah. and I struck up a deal yeah. where I said like you can eat maybe like a piece of my calf. Oh, I wouldn't want that. Okay. Well, actually, yeah. I would like a little bit of like <laughs> my cheek. Ew. Oh, stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like... A butt, of course. No, not that I've thought of this. Here. Maybe like, what's this called? Like your forearm? That um, is not. Oh, so not she's good? thinking of wings. This one. Uh, oh. wings. <laughs> I'm thinking a thigh and a butt. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like, wouldn't want a meaty. You excuse me? No, I mean anyone's thigh or butt. How do you know that? My ass is very bony. (laughs) I don't want anything with any like fat. Yeah, I I want something like a wing, like a chicken wing. Like I just want to get a little bit of meat off there, and then. But you think that that should be like okay to eat someone if you're both consenting? I I don't think so. Well, not eating someone whole, but having a little nibble of something. I couldn't disagree more. That's not. (laughs) If you both agree on it, then what's the problem? How is that not morally okay? If because it, it goes it. against the laws of nature for human beings. We're not meant to eat each other. There's literally health risks why we don't what crave. Because you can get diseases. You can get parasites from eating human flesh. Not, well, if not if you barbecue it. it. Yeah. You, you know, I wouldn't be eating it raw. I don't know. I I'm mean, not saying that I do it. I'm just saying like if people like drink each other's blood or whatever what some of those vampire communities do in like new mexico or whatever yeah then it's like what's the difference if it's both agreed upon now i'm not saying it's healthy or not sick but i'm just saying like is it morally wrong if two sickos decide to do that well this these are extreme circumstances so i almost don't feel like the consent You don't need consent from the other person. So see, that's actually interesting you bring up consent because I was Googling around and I was Googling cannibalism and the ethics of cannibalism. Okay. Mm. And something that did come up is consent. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and which I think is interesting. So, uh, But I don't think for me personally that crosses a moral boundary, but it changes for me if you're under duress. Yes. Uh, however, that's why we wanted to um, specifically design this question to include not having consent. Because I think if Becky was like, please eat me, it would be a no-brainer. Like, you have to do what you have to do. It would be a full-brainer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's probably a but, delicious part of the human I'm body. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't think so, brains. I can't do like organ meat no, or anything no, no. ever. Mm. Sausage? I well, you, sausage. that would take a lot of work to make a sausage out of Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we don't have a kitchen up in the. Where are we in the Alps? Uh, uh, yeah, we're, sure. in a, we're in the Swiss Alps. Okay, yeah. we're in a cold, cold place. Cold place, yeah. <sighs> well, I mean, I'm just saying when I, the the consent thing. No, you're saying you don't think it's morally wrong if there's consent on both. If you're dying, 
if like you're if the alternative is that we will both die, mm-hmm. then I think it's it's understandable. And obviously we know because of history, Rebecca, and you yes. can speak to this that this has happened. This is the Donner Party episode of The Alarmist. But can I ask you this, you guys? What if it was a sexual fetish that two people got off? No, no, bye. no you think that's bye. morally it's wrong. a slippery slope because this is dangerous and this is causing Why bodily is that dangerous? harm. To give let someone eat your face? Look at, look at no no no. Here's what I'm saying. Here's here's my question in this is that if if there's other sexual fetishes that bo- are both agreed upon consent wise, then why is taking like a little sliver of someone's forearm and eating it, and you guys are both consenting adults to it? Why is that morally wrong? No, because that's causing bodily harm. That's causing harm, and that's a slippery slope. Well, what yes. about um um uh, b- uh the b- what's that thing? BDSM. They, yeah, oh. yeah. I think that that's fine because there are limits around that and it's not meant to actually inflict bodily harm i know that there are some people do get off on like like hooking through their nipples and hanging Ew, oh. man. i'm sorry i'm sorry they God, do no don't go looking it up i thought you were taking the mask <laughs> but i mean you know and to me also that rides a line but there's something for me that cannibalism just totally crosses right. even right. sexually <laughs> yeah i guess in my mind the person is dead and so okay yeah we can move on to the dead okay, to let's the dead. Move on. I mean, it's, it's not like a hannibal <laughs> thing right it's not like a serial killer thing this is like if someone wanted to eat my fingernails i'm Ew. like go for it why their finger because they're dead already well yeah because it's not causing bodily harm but to me like actually cutting a slice of my forearm off and like letting matt my husband eat it i would be like no you this is not right <laughs> oh it's disgusting if someone eats your fingernails yeah, that's so sick. I mean, Ew. <laughs> or if you wanted to take a little nibble from the inside of my cheek, that's that's okay. called taking someone's DNA. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to swab, swab it, <laughs> if you want to take a Q-tip and just swab in there, send it off. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to the scenario at hand. And so, Rebecca, maybe you can just tell us a little bit about like the Donner Party and what that situation was, because maybe that will shed some light. Sure. So the Donner Party really got stuck over a. Uh, crossing the Oregon Trail and they were it was it took them about like three months that they were in the cold and what happened was that they slowly started to eat each other because you know they the first thing they did was eat their shoes eat the because <laughs> leather they were leather. leather they were sucking on leather boiling leather Amanda puts her foot in her mouth all the time <laughs> I can't bite my toenails and that's Ew! just a testament to how flexible I am <laughs> you would have done great <laughs> can I say this really quickly yeah. how interesting is it that Donner is only one letter away from dinner Oh my God, Maria! Damn. The dinner party. Oh, jeez! <sighs> I didn't okay. think of that. All right, did you get chills? I got chills. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So they eventually resorted to cannibalism, and this is something I wanted to bring up about um, this particular scenario was uh with the donner party there there were a few excursions like to get people out so at first it was a group of i believe it was 60 68 and then the first batch left but it took them so long to uh for the people who were helping save them to come up back and forth that they had to leave the weaker people behind Mm -hmm. so they did it in batches and the last batch, of course, as you can imagine, started to go crazy. And there was this particular uh, guy who just started eating people, but behind their back. And that was a big part of the Donner Party was what that they were mean? being secretive The about people it. who first initiated the cannibalism were doing it secretly. It wasn't above board. Were they eating only people that had died? 
Yes, except there's a story about, okay, so they sent out, uh, I believe it was a group of 12 to, before they got saved, um, to go down the mountain and try to, fin- try to finish the trail and, and get help for them. And during this excursion of the 12 people, a few of them uh, were starting to get weak. They ran out of food. And there were two, um, I want to say there were two Native Americans who were part of that group. And they plotted to kill those two guys. And they did. I'm pretty sure they they killed those two guys and they ate them. And so did one person just start eating and then everyone was like, whoa, okay. Or did... You know what's funny is I feel like that's how it always happens. It's like one person does it and it's kind of like, of course you would resist it. No one... I mean, we're kind of... Another reason why I do think cannibalism is morally wrong because for more people, unless there's something probably like an issue in your brain, the idea is repulsive, right? Like we can all agree yeah. like yeah. it's, it's, you're it's naturally, not my preferred dining yeah. choice. You're inherently put off by that idea. So I do think most people would s- not do it as long as they could until they got so desperate. Have you ever been that hungry though? I mean, for real though. No, not, I, not I, where you can't speak eat. to that. I'm not, I'm not saying like so hungry you'd eat another human, but you get that feeling where like, you're on the brink of like, I would do anything to eat right now. I mean, imagine being at that place. The closest I've ever been to that place is one time in elementary school when I um, was pushed to the brink of hunger so far that I ate a ho-ho out of the trash. Oh, (laughs) wait, why were you pushed to that brink? (laughs) Because I did, I forgot my lunch. (laughs) And why did someone throw away a ho-ho? Well, that was my question. (laughs) Was it wrapped? Was it in a wrapper? It was wrapped. Okay, that's fresh. That's your lucky day, girl. (laughs) That was quite the day. (laughs) That was the best day of your life. That's when you found out you were golden. Like, I was a special girl. Okay, so that's nuts. I mean, obviously the Donner Party was pushed to a limit where you know. So, so do you think in the Donner part, the Donners Party's case that they had, ju- they were justified? Well, I mean, I mean, it's here's the thing: a lot of them didn't own up to it afterwards, so they were clearly embarrassed. So I don't know what, yeah, um, how I would feel. I think it would be a point of shame after yeah. you survive. You're like, okay, I got to tell you. I know, but this is the thing. It's like, is it worth it? Because what would your life be like knowing it would just haunt you? I don't know. It's so hard. I mean, you have to be thankful to be alive. But at the same time, could you bounce back from eating Becky? But would you or would you like the taste so much that you became <gasps> it became your mouth watered at the thought like Hannibal? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, yeah. So should we kind of like just go into this scenario? Yeah. Is just, Becky dead? Or Becky's is, on her deathbed. And I actually think it should be two of us. I'll, I'll be Becky. If Are you sure? Yeah, I can. I'll be Becky. Okay. You know, I once you like, get into that headspace, it's gonna be hard for you to get out. <laughs> I know it's going to really screw up my evening plans, <laughs> my happy hour plans, but I think I can do it. So I'll be Becky and you guys can choose your own personas. And okay, let's just say like um, it's the avalanche has hit and this is <laughs> um, it's like a month later and Becky's not doing well. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Psychologically or physically? No, it's a bodily has issue. Has she ever been doing one? <laughs> is she a strong, like, athletic type? I don't Becky think was, so. um, she was on, um, volleyball 
<laughs> the volleyball okay, so she in seventh grade she was in volleyball <laughs> yeah. okay so uh, hey uh, oh my god i don't think becky's doing well yeah becky are you, how are you feeling hi guys look becky uh, you don't look so good girl uh, is it bad look at my wound is it getting oh my better gosh, no it's it getting looks worse great. no oh. she looks great danielle okay you're right stacy it's getting worse or better? Yes. No, it's black. It's it's definitely frostbite. And you're, oh, shit, you're, guys. Oh. I don't want to be one of those girls with one leg. I know, Becky. I know, it's terrible. Hey, we wanted to bring up something kind yeah, of difficult to of you. legs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all best friends, right? Oh, for, for life. Kappa Phi for life. Yes. For sure. Until life ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were just wondering, you know, if you were to pass... God what? forbid, if God forbid, Becky. You mean like die? Yeah. No, volleyball pass. No, Danielle. Stacy, okay. Yes, die. Would you be cool if, because you know, you know we're hungry, right? Yeah, I'm starving. Okay. And is there any more baguette? <laughs> no, the baguette the, was, was long month, ago. Yeah, months Wait, ago. Who ate the baguette? I didn't get any baguette. I you, you, and I'm the one who like went to Trader Joe's and packed up that whole charcuterie. I know. I, <laughs> no. We gave you the butt of the baguette. Don't worry. Yeah, I just got two tiny end pieces. You guys ate all the middle. Whatever. It's not a big of a deal. You said you were trying to lose weight. Anyway. What we were thinking is if you were to pass or if any of us were to pass. Yeah. I mean, what if we just kind of like dug in? Do you know what I mean? Like built a shelter. That's a great idea. No. no Danielle, like, will you tell her what I like? Okay. Um, so like maybe let's role play a little bit. Okay. So Ooh, a role play in a role play. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay, hot. So I'm I'm Becky and you be you be me. I'll Dan. be Stacy. Okay. And um hey, oh, I'm hi. dying. <laughs> oh no, Becky. I'm Becky. I know, oh, but in oh, this one I'm oh, I'm okay, dying. Gotta go. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh my God. Do you want us to eat you once you're dead? Oh my God. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. That would be my yeah. dying wish. Okay. Awesome. You so guys, what do you think is, about that? This is too meta. I'm too tired to wrap my little brain around this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well then let's role play where you're me and, and you and you're doing it together. Okay. Go ahead. Becky, you're dying. I want to eat you. No. Wait. Are you guys asking to eat me? Yeah. No. And don't with Danielle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys, I know I'm really sick. Okay. I, I've been playing dumb a little bit, but I understand like I'm, I'm on my way out. Mm-hmm. I get that. Let me just be real with you. Okay. So this is the thing. Okay. I'm a Christian. We know. And you know that Christians have to be buried with their entire bodies intact in order to get into, yeah. oh, is into that heaven. It? Yeah, that's is why that she's it? not an organ donor on oh. her license. You okay? I think I'm going now. Hold my hands, girls. Oh. And they're all bony. They're so cold. <laughs> they're, bony. they're making they're giving me hypothermia. They're rattling. <laughs> Remember when I like totally hooked you up with scott sophomore year and like i told him how great you were even though i kind of liked him and then you guys like totally like had the best relationship ever oh my god (laughs) i do remember that And do you remember when i like put a good word in for you with my dad and he got you that internship at the law firm oh my god i do remember that well i have something i need you girls to do for me okay when i die please don't eat me 
and seen. <laughs> now, I don't know if you guys can hear that vacuum in the background. Yeah. Do you think they can hear it? I can um, hear it in my headphones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. I mean, we can, we, can, we can wait a second for the vacuum um, to stop. Should we just go ask him to hold off like 15 minutes in this area? He's, he, well, he's going to be done in like three minutes. He is? I don't know about that. Yeah, he usually just does the hallway real quick. There, it's over. You think he's listening to our conversation? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's outside the door. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, um, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really How did it feel? What did it feel like to be Becky? I sympathize with Becky because I... <sighs> Although I would like to hope for myself that if I were dying and I were with my friends, I would say, go ahead and eat me. Like, yeah, that's but you're just not Becky, me. girl. No. I know. You know what? Honestly, going through that and experiencing that firsthand, I, um, you're just going to eat Becky. Yeah. When someone's dead, they're gone, right? Like, yeah, they're you know gone. What, you know what put me off was when she was like, what, I, I, I felt bad for her this whole time because I knew she didn't want me to eat her. Yeah. But when she started saying, I'm Christian and you have to bury me whole. Yeah. You lost me, Becky. And I had to say, I don't think that's a Christian thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I it do, is. No, I think that's not. why some people aren't organ donors. Well, I do think there are some maybe more like Eastern Asian religions that do believe that because that was actually, um, speaking of that book I read where the step siblings get together, that was actually, it's called The Night Tiger. And that was a huge story. Oh point in it was that you have to be buried whole to oh, cross over okay well maybe she's just in like her own religion type thing okay that, whatever for whatever reason she has very strong desire not to be eaten okay get this in catholicism organ eye and tissue donation is considered an act of charity and love and transplants are morally and ethically acceptable to the vatican well that's the jesuit way baby <laughs> <laughs> i love you shout out <laughs> um um yeah, a lot of religions encourage organ and, well, as they should. And and the Jewish religion that, that's where you have to you bury them as soon as possible. And someone mm. has to be with the body until they get buried. Interesting. Correct? Okay, so is that when sitting sh- Shiva? No, that's after. After. Okay, interesting. So her So her, anyway, her, maybe her dad was a pastor in a very small strange church. Yes. But whatever, you know, it it would be one thing if I also held those beliefs, but sure. since I personally do not I think I'm like once Becky's gone, it's my yeah. it's my prerogative. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Me I, too. I mean, I'm cutting a, a nice sliver of Becky's butt, and I'm I'm gonna figure out a way to start a fire. And and look, Maria might not want it at first, but I give it, I give her a half an hour, and she's digging in. Do you think that? It's even worth it, though, like if there's no hope of us being rescued. Well, that's that's a good question. I mean, in this scenario, it's not like there's zero percent chance that you're going to get rescued. (laughs) Right. Um, You don't know. 
right? right? And, and yeah. as you would, you wouldn't know in that situation. So I think for me, um, I believe, and we kind of touched on this in our last episode, I believe that I would want to do whatever I could to survive. Mm-hmm. And I do think I would eat Becky. Me too. Despite her but wishes. here's yeah. the thing. Would we do a pact that we we would never tell anyone about mm. eating Becky? If we got saved, you don't think they'd put two and two together? <laughs> well, we could bury Becky and no one would have to know. And we'd pretend we lost her? Yeah. God, I know because it would be so humiliating to be that girl, you know? <laughs> I think when it comes down to it, survival is more important than anything else. And if someone's dying then or dead then there's kind of no harm in it. I mean, it's just about survival. What uh, if Becky was lingering? Like uh, she wouldn't die? No, like, I wouldn't kill her. You wouldn't kill Becky? Oh, no, 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 no. Would you withhold treatment? No. 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 Yeah, I no. agree. I think that's like crossing a line. But wh- why? <laughs> because that's not your, that's not your choice. Like you don't, you're, you're, you know, it's just not your choice. Yep. Yeah. And it's not fair and it's not, that's not about survival. That's just about like human decency. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So human decency trumps survival. You wouldn't want someone to do it to you. Mm. Although it's like if at that point you're almost gone, it's like just get, get it over with. Yeah. Let's hold for a second. (sighs) All right. So final thoughts. I love Becky and I will um, cherish our friendship and all of, you know, I think I'm so grateful for her putting in a good word to her dad, (laughs) getting me the job (laughs) that I can hopefully get healthy um, and 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 go back to. Um, And hopefully the three of us, you know, will die with the secret that we had to eat a little bit of Becky. But um, I want to be a survivor in this case. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, when she's dead, she's dead. And I don't think we'd annihilate her body. You know, I think we'd take a little bit and we'd do it very tastefully. Yes, it would be respectful. It would be very respectful. And I mean, yeah, maybe we like, what's going on, Amanda? What's wrong? She's I'm got sorry. her, she's got her I, hand I, on her head. I'm having a change of heart. Oh my God. It suddenly what? hit me. <laughs> her hand, I looked over, her hand was on her brow. <laughs> I thought she got the flu Yeah, suddenly. no, I know. I thought she got a <laughs> I migraine. am breaking out in a sweat. I think it might be, it, okay. No AC. Okay, no AC. I just, when Rebecca just said the thing about how like we would just die with the secret, Mm-hmm. I'm just projecting forward into what my life would be like after eating Becky against her will. And I don't think I could recover from that. Wow. I really don't. I think my life at that point, once my best friend, I've eaten her against her will. I don't think me, Amanda, is going to bounce back from that. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to be riddled with shame and guilt and fear and nightmares and at that point it's like is life worth living like what is this all for right Um, i mean you could get a good therapist (laughs) yeah but (laughs) i i think if becky is begging me not to eat her to me i'm like the right thing to do is not eat becky there's a good chance we're all gonna die anyway so i know i'm having a change of heart right now but i'm i just like hit me all of a sudden i was like holy shit this is my best friend Wow. But she's dead. She's not going to know. Well, and look, I like Amanda too. 
I don't want her to die. Right. You yeah, exactly. Becky? No, Amanda. No, too. you. <laughs> I don't want you to die because you yeah. didn't eat Becky. <sighs> would just real quick, just to throw this on, if your friend wouldn't eat Becky, would you like trick her and say like, I found a rabbit. <laughs> I killed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I, I might. Yeah, yeah. I think I would do that. I think that's actually the best thing we yeah. could do for each other. And to be honest, I want, you to do that for me. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm saying I wouldn't eat Becky, but if you could just tell yeah, me you yeah, found yeah, a yeah. rabbit. <laughs> found a rabbit. All right. Well, gosh, it was illuminating. That really was. A I win. hope you, you will both stay friends with me. <laughs> after this. I'm with you though. I mean, uh, I don't know. Listen, I wouldn't hold it against you. I'm just right. saying for me, that's maybe something I um, couldn't recover from. I sent Amanda that. Okay, so now is our first Dear Big Ones back. So this is from a a listener. So yeah, this is a segment for all of our new listeners. And I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands uh, (laughs) where we you guys write in to us and ask us um, the big ones for our expertise, our non expertise advice on your (laughs) small moral dilemmas. So here we go. Dear Big Ones, I have a friend, let's call him Joe, who loves movies and who also likes posting things on social media. And sometimes he posts about movies. The problem comes when he... Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Dear Big Ones, Maria... (laughs) you're just gonna keep all that in yeah (laughs) dear big ones i have a friend let's call him joe who loves movies and who also likes posting things on social media and sometimes he posts about movies the problem comes when he posts spoilers he does not like getting things spoiled himself so you would think he would know when he is spoiling movies but he also thinks that he's funny and clever and makes a joke of his spoilers sometimes as an example i remember when the latest mission of possible movie came out the one with henry cavill who also played superman in the dc movies joe wrote on his facebook something like fake spoiler for the new mission impossible movie tom cruise kills superman or something like that tom's character did end up killing henry's character because he was the bad guy but he doesn't start out that way so if i remember correctly it was supposed to be a twist Um, And we should also say that this email seems to have spoilers. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He lives about seven hours away from me, so we only really communicate through text and Facebook. When there is a big new movie coming out, like any Star Wars or Avengers movie, I usually send him a little hint in a joking type text like, hey, I'm not seeing the movie till Tuesday, so no spoilers. Sometimes he sends me memes or posts them on Facebook that are little spoilers too. My dilemma is, should I tell him that he spoils movies even if only inadvertently or in weird ways? Maybe it annoys other people too. It actually really bothers me because he might be spoiling things for other people. I guess because I know how I would feel if I were one of them. Maybe I'm thinking about this too much? When he texts me, it's kind of a problem since I see part of the message before I open it. Should I just let it go and avoid him and social media till I've seen the movie? I don't always go to I don't always want to go on opening weekend and he does. I don't want to unfollow him or block his number, but I am so annoyed with the spoilers and even the potential for spoilers. If he spoils Endgame or Star Wars, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm going to be very annoyed. And I added a little bit of that. <laughs> Help. Miffed in Michigan. Um, oh, okay. What interesting. Is, what, and then there's a little, um, uh, this is a girl. <laughs> she put a little uh, note, you know, doesn't want us to use her name, obviously, but that is from a girl. And the guy, it's a guy who spoils. Uh, it seems to be a guy. Yeah. I am livid yeah no, no that's yeah i have strong thoughts yeah Oof. 
but you like a spoil. You always say you like uh, a spoil. Under my terms. Yes. If I can, again, it goes back yeah. to consent. If I consent to a spoiler, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I actually have a story about this. So you know the iconic Red Wedding episode of Game of Thrones was spoiled to me. No. For, by who? Spoiled for me. So I, one of the girls from my high school who I kind of, this sounds cynical, but hate follow in a way on Instagram, she posted... Um, and spoiler alert, she posted a picture of Rob Stark with arrows through his chest minutes, minutes after the episode had aired. Oh, that's not fair. I freaked out. I posted, I commented saying, spoiler, I unfollowed her, <gasps> only to a week later request to follow her back. Because <laughs> I, I really like to hate following her. Um, But... I was so livid. Like, how are you that in your own world and that like isolated and lonely where you can't just like interact with your friends or something and you have to take the social media to post a spoiler? I mean, this is it sounds like the reason she spoils is the same reason you hate follow. And perhaps Mm. this is just part of the tax you have to pay in order to hate follow her. I think it could be true. And and then I started to really take ownership over this, thinking like, I don't trust other people. So for me, like when there is something, a big TV show or a big event going on, I it's on me to not go on social media. Good for you. So that's the only way to control it. But I think it's morally wrong to spoil for people and they need to be called out. Within at least, I would say there's like a two month, I would say like within two months of a movie coming out, you just keep your damn mouth shut. Yes. But I think in this case, I mean, if it's like text and stuff, I think you need to call this person out. I do too. The texts are what really throws me off because you can do what Amanda does and not go on social media. But if someone is, that feels aggressive. No, you, you, because it's like a pleasurable experience to go to the movies and be surprised and everything like that. And there is no reason this person should be doing this. And to just say like, look, you spoil, you know, I know you don't mean to do it, but like you spoil a lot of movies. And so like, if you see a movie, please, I like do not say anything about it. To me. And you can't control what they're going to post on their Instagram. And I will say, you say you don't want to block this person. I just would rethink that. (laughs) Even if it's just during one of a certain movies coming out. Yeah. I'm with you. You got to say something. This guy, I mean, he really makes me mad. The the text messaging, I can't get past it. Mm -mm. If If you're good enough friends to be texting, you know, during these big events, I think you have every right to say like, hey, you're a spoiler. You need to not text me. I'm requesting you do not ever text me spoilers ever again. And, um, you know, you can't control what he's going to do on social. So I would encourage you to mute this person. Yeah, that's just my feeling. And I, I get the feeling that he does it out of fun. I think at this point, he, it feels he like he's, the power. Yeah, he's doing it on purpose. He's like trying to ruffle some feathers. And I think she needs to really ask herself, is this the kind of person you want as a friend? Yeah. You say you get your feathers away from him. Get out. And I, I fool. He <laughs> probably thinks he's smarter and more clever than he is. So he's probably thinks like this isn't a spoiler because it's so smart. And it's like has so many layers. And it's like, no ass it is just literally a spoiler he needs talking points about other things in his life that aren't movies get a life bro and you again you don't have to be as harsh as we're being on him but (laughs) i would just say you have every right to set a personal boundary and say do no longer text me gifts about movies that i haven't seen yet yeah i will let you know when i've seen the movie and we can open a dialogue great that's good 
Well, Rebecca, where can people find you and where can people listen to The Alarmist? The Alarmist, you can find it on uh, iTunes or Spotify. Apple, Apple po- Sorry, Apple, Apple, po- Apple Podcast. Yeah, it's called Apple Podcast and they will be after you. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they just canceled your feature. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, I should I say Apple Podcast again? Yeah. Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, and you can also follow us on the Alarmist uh, podcast. It's at the Alarmist at. Uh, <laughs> it's at the Alarmist in a lot of social media yeah, just places. Check just just type it in. That's the great. Alarmist podcast. And I will say that this comes out. I think on Tuesday or does it come out Thursday, the thirtieth. Yeah, Tuesday. So is that right? This comes out Tuesday, and that's when your episode today, the Triangle yeah. Shirtwaist Fire. Yeah, that's right? a good one. You really dropping. don't want to miss that. All right. Well, the people are going to follow the Alarmist. You guys can follow us at the Big Ones Pod on Twitter. You can email us your listener big ones at the big ones podcast at gmail.com. And then, yeah, join our Patreon because you get two bonus episodes per month for just as little as a dollar a month. And gosh, that's that's it. Premiere episode, baby. Wow. wow. Congratulations. Thank you. There's just a little vacuum noise. And that's, I mean, that's to be expected. What are you going to do? New office. I mean, it's part of it. New office. Yeah, at least they know it's clean. Yes. <laughs> so thank you all for listening to The, the Big, Big Ones. Eerios. Powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.